Hi guys. Hi loves. Hi loves. I'm Gabs and this is my girlfriend Soph. And we are your podcast hosts. Welcome to Queer Podcast, where we bring you all things queer, my dear. We speak to a different guest each episode as they tell us their coming out story. We listen to the good, the bad, the ugly and the outright hilarious. This is the content that we wish we had when we were stuck in the closet. And it's such a pleasure to be able to speak to some amazing people each episode and bring you a new and different story. If you've got a coming out story that you want to share, get in touch with us, email or DM on Instagram at qu.ear. Sit back, relax, grab a cuppa. And a biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you. And keep an ear out for queer. Yeah, loves welcome back. <laughs> she wasn't ready. She I just... wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We've got, we've got a little. We're switching it up. Yeah, we thought <laughs> let's shuffle Surprise, it. Surprise, bitch! <laughs> Surprise! I bet you thought you saw the last of me. <laughs> okay, so we was meant to actually air Smashby's episode this week. However, he's had to push back a release date for his new single, which is coming this Sunday. So that's when we'll be airing his episode. But for now, we've got Luca. Such a cool guy. Mm. We've had a really wonderful conversation with him. Really interesting perspective on things. Yeah, real cool. I really like his mindset. He talks about his coming out story, which is a little different because he decided he shouldn't come out. And he explains why he shouldn't come out and what it was like for him after choosing that. And we will let him explain that and you guys can sit back, relax, have a brew, listen Mm -hmm. to the story. Yeah, and also let us know what you think as well. Like we love hearing your feedback on these episodes. Yeah, absolutely. God, it it like warms our hearts, like knowing that people are taking things away from this. So it's really cool. And also check out his photography. We're going to link it in our Instagram. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Enjoy, loves yeah that's hello the one. There he is. hi hello you look very professional i oh, know thanks. right i know <laughs> yeah nice. oh no it's all new this stuff um yeah so i really love your podcast and what you're doing oh, thank, thank you so you. that means so much to us did you just start to do it in this last lockdown or yeah 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 we i mean started in january yeah we had the idea and that and we just just went with it but yeah yeah thanks i'm glad you're enjoying it that makes us dead happy cool but you're happy talking about like your coming out story yeah yeah let's go for it yeah okay let's hear it whenever you're ready where does it start well um well it's quite interesting actually because like obviously you talk about coming out stories but my story is that i actually didn't come out yeah we love that that's why we we wanted to talk to you because I like this view on it and we all do have this viewpoint you shouldn't have to come out but Mm. it'd just be really nice yeah to hear how it was for you choosing that option yeah well I mean also because I've been thinking about it since uh I spoke to you guys and it's something that I haven't actually really thought about ever Mm -hmm. so thinking about it it, it's quite because I'm 33 now so it was quite interesting to look back at it and and reflect on it and actually look into it Mm, yeah basically I was obviously gay everyone knew I was gay it was no shocker it was not milk I've got something to tell you yeah (laughs) but that almost made things worse because it's kind of awkward growing up Mm. with everyone thinking they know who you are without Mm. you knowing so they think they know who you are when you already know who you are but they yeah they don't think they know who you are do you know what I mean in almost like 
they've kind of dictated who you are in a way. Yeah, and they think I don't even know. So they think they've yeah. got something up on you when actually... Yeah, it's the same with if you are straight, gay, however you identify. You know, if your sexuality is assumed, it is challenging to kind of deal with. It's like, no, you don't dictate who I am mm. in a way. Yeah, for sure. So I um, basically just thought it was no one's business and yeah. just didn't ever acknowledge it. My mum actually came into my room once and asked me a horrific question. Oh, Bless her. I, she sat on my bed and she sat down and she said are you David Beckham or are you Elton John <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny it's like so bitch and me <laughs> what's ironic is at the time I was probably like a mix of both I was fat but with a really high voice so <laughs> <laughs> honey I'm a hybrid <laughs> I was probably both at the time but I, just, I was just like please leave like this is just awful please yeah leave. I mean, there was a couple of times that I went to a family barbecue and I think I must have been about like 18 or 19 or something. And all my cousins cornered me at the barbecue. No they were way. like, you gay? Oh, what? God. It's all right. You gay? You gay? And Bloody I was hell. Like, and I just said, yeah. yeah but also, you. you know, looking, what does being gay mean? Does it mean that you're, you know, having sex? Because I wasn't at the time. So, yeah. you know, what are, you, what, what are we defining as like, that's what I felt at the time. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm not. I'm not with anyone, so why should I have to... How old were you have at to the label time, sorry. Yourself, yeah. 19. 19, okay. Yeah, I was really um, quite innocent. Like, I still am, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would you say that you was forced to label yourself? Well, I mean, maybe they just wanted to understand and they wanted me to feel more comfortable, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't how I worked. Mm, yeah. And I actually, I just said yeah to them because I was like, if you're going to ask me a question, then yeah. I'm going to say yeah. But then what happened was family lived in Essex. Mm-hmm. So we drove back to Southampton, which is where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And the whole car ride back, my mum completely blanked me. No wouldn't way. talk to me oh god and then the next day I, thought, I said to her I was like is everything all right because you're obviously in a mood <laughs> yeah and she said well I I don't see why you can tell everyone else but not me um. so again I was like well I'm not it's not like I'm going around telling yeah. everyone yeah you know and I just found it very intrusive I know what you mean yeah almost like correct me if I'm wrong but like you when your cousin's cornered you you just mm. almost saying yes was like freedom. Like if I, I just, I'm going to answer this question then maybe you'll just get off my back and stop assuming things about me. And I didn't even really feel like that. I was just like, well, if that, if that's what I am, then yeah, that is what I am. But I never, I mean, also with the whole queer movement, I think I feel much more connected to the word queer than gay. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's another thing. I didn't really identify with gay. I wasn't going to the gay clubs. I've never been to a pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, m- most of my friends are straight people I had you know a couple of gay friends but gay wasn't my life Mm. which I think a lot of people who are discovering themselves really throw themselves into that world and I think now that's something that I'm ready to do Mm -hmm. talking about this listening to different podcasts you know it's something that I really sort of identify with and I feel really passionate about now Mm -hmm. but at that time not for any other reason than I just didn't feel connected to it yeah yeah it takes Mm -hmm. time doesn't it it takes time to come out to yourself understand what it all means understand how you fit into the labels that are already predestined do you know what I mean you might not fit into that predestined label you might be somewhere in between and that takes time figuring out and then being comfortable with and yeah since I turned 30 it was like I had a real shift mm-hmm. it's like you know like Kevin and Perry when Kevin wakes up and he's a horrible teenager yeah. <laughs> it was like the opposite for me I woke up and I was a princess I was like, <laughs> Life is good. 
So ever since I was 30, I've really like been just undoing things, understanding things and working through things in my own way. Mm. And one of that was to try and speak to my my mum about my experience, you know, and like what it was like for me. Yeah. But it's kind of awkward because every time I brought it up, it's almost like I'm attacking her or yeah. she gets really defensive and she doesn't listen to what I'm saying. She just hears that she's a bad mum. Yeah, yeah. And that's not what it is. Like, I really appreciate her and love her and really understand now what it was like for her to Mm -hmm. have a son like me. And, you know, in her own way, she did her best. But, you know, I did ask her, I was like, she said, oh, I've known you was gay since you were three or something. And then I said, well, why did you make it so hard for me? Yeah. And she said, because I didn't want you to be. So that to me was like, you know, just a real honest moment. And I really appreciate her saying that. But then... When I tried to go back and dive into different things of like, why didn't you let me do this? Why didn't you let me play with this? It was just attack and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, we can't go any further. So now I've accepted that I all selfishly, I always wanted this closure. You know, I wanted to sit mm-hmm. down and be like, this is, how, this is how I felt. And this is, you know, this really hurt me and blah, blah, blah. But it's just something that I can't get. Yeah. yeah. And also... I'm fine. Like, she completely loves me. I'm completely accepted. There's some people that don't have that. Mm-hmm. As much as she's accepted me, I have to accept her. Yeah. yeah. She can't have this conversation with me. I can't get that from her. So mm-hmm. that's something that I've figured out literally in the last year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's something that we've kind of realised a lot of recently is that being a parent, it's not necessarily that they're homophobic. It's more that they have a battle within themselves. Yeah. And like, yes, they do get defensive and, you know, they put up walls and they think, me, 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 like, what did I do? You know, like your, your mum thinks, oh, was I a bad mother? Yes. It's all about me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, we, you know, we have gotten that a lot, whereas they just assume that they done something wrong or they didn't do it right but it's like no just give them the space to to be themselves but mm. another thing that we have like a topic that has come up a lot is that if a parent says to their child you know we accept you no matter what or if they bring that up at an early age then you don't have that battle within yourself to like yeah. come out or anything you you know yeah. in the back of your mind that they will accept you and, yeah. and also it's the thing of like people know their children you know yeah, yeah. Like, people know people will always know also I think for me I'm so I'm 33 and I think me growing up although it was you know gay was out there and there are people kissing on tv it was a real sort of like the start of the change mm-hmm. yeah absolutely people now see queer people kissing on telly and it's great because they're represented at the time I was fucking mortified because mm-hmm. I was like I do not want that to be shown on tv and when it was shown on tv it was like oh that's disgusting yeah you know? yeah Oh my God, yeah. It was highlighted as different and weird, wasn't it? Like a new... Basically, I was analysing it. I was taught from a young age that I was basically disgusting. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. play with dolls. Dolls was absolute no-go. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go around my nans and sneakily play with dolls. <laughs> but if, I, if, if ever there was found, it was the anger in the eyes, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that teaches you that you're not worth anything. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. you know, anytime you want to be yourself or like like I used to dress up and dance and it was just like <laughs> the towel was slapped off the head yeah. yeah yeah I think that's where stereotypes are such a, a harmful thing sometimes to to a young kid mm-hmm. because you know just being you is deemed kind of wrong yeah in a way just just yeah, from being you, don't you fit into those stereotypes yeah you'll stand out to other people and 
people are afraid of difference a lot less now than them but still it's funny like sort of like key moments that you remember mm. and they really do sort of like stick in your dna oh yeah and as you get older you've got really like well i have anyway i've never you know i've really tried really hard all my 20s i was literally working on myself basically daily yeah you have to untangle what mm. what's been made i mean your whole childhood is the creation of your subconscious. Mm. So you have these kind of subconscious beliefs about yourself, about the world, and that's from things in your childhood. Yeah, isn't for it? sure. Yeah. And again, like, it's not like the bad, bad mouth. And also, I'm incredibly lucky. Like, I was speaking to someone yesterday, I made a new friend. He lives in a third world country. <laughs> I don't know if I could say that. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I said that. I made a new friend. Yeah. And where he lives, it's not like here, you know? Mm-hmm. And also there's that thing of like, someone else has always got it worse, but that doesn't mean that what you're going through isn't valid. Yes, oh my God, 100%, so important to remember that. You know, because people sit here and be like, oh, what are we bitching about? Because Mm. we're walking in Disneyland. I live in London, you could do, I could wear like, a dead pigeon on my head and no one would look yeah <laughs> you'd be cool at east london people probably are doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't that's not to take away from what i or you or we go through and experience and mm-hmm. you know hurt from where it's it, do you know what i mean and that, that's yeah. something that i've allowed myself to do is yeah. i've allowed myself to actually yeah honor, you know, that, honor that within yourself isn't it yeah yeah for sure yeah mm-hmm. like everybody especially like with what we talk about on this podcast but generally speaking for every person ever everyone struggles with something and everyone's struggle will be different but like comparing individual people's struggles doesn't invalidate one you've got to how do I put it not own it as such but like just allow yourself to feel what you need to feel do you know what I mean and no, no matter where you come from and who you are you know I can say that I've been dead lucky with my coming out as well you know I've had a good experience with it but before I came out I had uh, like lots of years of a really hard time and as much as you can appreciate the good in a situation it doesn't mean that you didn't have a hard battle in another aspect of things do you know what I mean yeah like it doesn't mean that you you don't have work to do on yourself and that it's not valid mm -hmm. it's still like all your feelings and what you've been through is still valid Mm. completely just as much as everyone else yeah it's taken me a long time to do that but also it's this whole thing you know when I was younger I remember talking to an older gay guy when I was about 20 Mm. and he was saying god I wish that I was your age you know when now because it's just life is so much easier Mm. you know I'm the old fart, you know, maybe going, oh, I wish I was your age. Yeah. When I was your age. <laughs> but that's just, that's just life, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Plus going back to what we were saying about things being invalid, it's like, yeah, things might be easier now, but like everyone still struggles with it or a lot mm. of people do anyway. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. As much progress as the world is making, there's still things that are profound struggles for a lot of people still things that need to proceed with change and stuff so how was it then coming out to friends etc did you not even come out to them or no I didn't although one I was when I was in college I had a couple of friends that were kind of like situational friends Mm -hmm. this is so cringe honestly and I was sat down we all had a bit of drink like drinking cheap vodka or something yeah and Christina Aguilera beautiful came on I used to love that song <laughs> this girl, I just remember her like holding. We were, she was all pissed, and she was like, "Don't worry, I know." And you listen to this song, 
be even more. <laughs> and I was like, please no, my love. Um, and then she just sort of like ignored it because I didn't, she didn't get the reaction that she wanted yeah, but again I yeah. like you know also I find it like when you when you say you're gay you'll bl- meet a boyfriend or blah 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 it basically means I'm sucking dick or <laughs> yeah yeah I'm having sex yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. awkward yeah. why should I have to sit down and tell anyone I know um, like yeah, it, it's, it's not... no one's kind of business who you are having sex with like yeah. what genitals <laughs> in or around your mouth yeah I know, exactly yeah. Maybe, do you know what that do you feel like I mean, this is an open question to both of you, but like, do you, would you feel like coming out and being anywhere on the, on the queer spectrum, do you feel like it's almost sexualized? Oh, definitely. Big yeah. yeah. And do you know what? That's what I hate even now. I can't stand it. One thing I hate about going home is that I'm seen as a gay person before I'm seen as a person. Yeah. And it's oh. so obvious. And, I hate, and I'm, I'm actually reminded that I'm gay by other people's reactions thanks so yeah. much for reminding yeah. me hun i completely forgot <laughs> no i totally understand okay. that yeah i've got a friend and her mum's friend literally last time i was there she was sat down and out of nowhere she goes oh a lesbian came to my door last night <laughs> <laughs> you might oh, know her I, I was like oh okay she went yeah maybe i thought i was a lesbian in the past life <laughs> i was like okay great and you're telling me why yeah yeah when i worked in the shop when i was younger this woman came in and she said oh have you seen page 16 of the sun and i was like no she went oh there's an article about a gay man on that so okay. anything gay you should know <laughs> like there's a beeper going page 16 <laughs> yeah got a look actually this is quite funny there's this woman uh, the same woman who said about the page uh in the newspaper there was like this really flamboyant gay guy in the card shop mm-hmm. you know card factory yeah oh my god yeah like, bottom of the bottom not yeah. even clinton <laughs> yeah there was this really flamboyant gay guy looking through the cards and she come bursting out she was like come here and I was like, she's like, just come here, come here. She's like, do you know? She's like, do you know him? And I, obviously, I didn't know him. Yeah. But then I went, oh my god, yeah, I do. <laughs> her, face, her face dropped, and she was like, what? And I was like, oh, I don't know him. He like fingered me in the back of a cab one time. <gasps> oh my god. And oh my she, god. She was nearly sick. Like, and then I was like, Helen, I don't know him. <laughs> Helen. <laughs> Helen, calm down. You know the red and blonde. Yeah, we know yeah. that. Oh my god, we all know her, Helen. <laughs> and then I worked in Asda, yeah. and the girl at the kiosk came up to me and said, uh, "Can I ask you a question?" And I was thinking, "Oh Christ, here we go." Yes. She went, "Are you? Are you?" And started doing the hands. You know. <laughs> and I went, "What?" She went, "Are you gay?" Oh my god. And I went, "No. Why do you think that?" Why do you think that? Mm. She went, well, it's just your voice. Oh. I, I can't remember her name. Let's call her Sarah. I went, Sarah, I swallowed batteries when I was four years old. <laughs> <laughs> my voice. Oh, my God. I love that. I'm very offended. But she was mortified. <laughs> she was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, actually, no, no, it's not. I am, actually. But she drove a big Harley Davidson. Yeah. I was like, you drive a Harley Davidson. Are you a lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> stereotyping she was like no no yeah she's probably like, no <laughs> oh that's so funny it is mad though isn't it like you think about if it was turned around and you like go up to someone like are you are you straight do you know what i mean people would be like well, i know what, the fuck? Yeah, like, I know. what? it's just and also most people aren't because most mm. people have had some sort of dip in the pool yeah oh yeah definitely. everyone's oh, been a bit curious i'm sure <laughs> Yeah, so I've got loads of stories like that. So, like, even this Christmas, so I was quarantining with my 
brother, his wife, and my brother's friend. And I do this thing where I put my, I go up on my tiptoes and pretend that I'm in heels. And then I'll be like, oh, do you mind if I wear my heels in the house? <laughs> and then, you know, people will be like, oh, no, it's fine. And then I'll just dot away in my, in my fake heels, yeah. my Louboutins or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to do, I do this with my sister-in-law so we all got there for Christmas and she said oh you haven't worn your heels yet <laughs> and my brother's friend's face just dropped he was so uncomfortable really? yeah it was like oh, I'm already spending Christmas with a gay guy but if he's gonna start wearing heels yeah probably because he thinks he'll fancy yeah <laughs> But obviously, I, I mean, I, they're not real heels, mm, anyway. They're yeah. Just, just that kind of thing where you're, like, reminded. Mm, like, yeah. You know. Like, oh, God, not everyone's comfortable with me being me. Yeah, yeah, and it's not necessarily that he's not uncomfortable, but there's still, like, mm. a reminder that you're different yeah. or other than. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the same guy, we, he also, we got a bit drunk, and he just randomly came out with, my brother's go. And I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I should... I probably know who he is. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. We've probably met and had sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're all gays. We all know each other. We all slept together. <laughs> you know, there's some sort of connection there somewhere. But also, like, you, you you find yourself like thinking, oh, okay, that's him, just trying to be show his acceptance. Common ground. Yeah. When yeah. actually, we really shouldn't accept it because, mm, yeah. although if it, intention's nice it still is that fine line as well where you don't want to, I never want to offend anyone mm. I went to a house party actually last year and it was horrific I don't know about you girls but straight guys are obsessed with knowing about my personal life oh my yeah god. oh my god yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely yeah they want to know things they're asking you questions yeah. and I'm just like well this guy <laughs> came up to me and he's like well I know you're gay like congratulations you're a gold star and I was like hello nice to meet you (laughs) yeah and then asked me the questions and I obviously got offended Mm. you know obviously I got a bit pissed off with him Mm. Uh, he said something really random to me he was like you're accepted now you're accepted now or something it's like yeah you might be accepting me but you're also like intruding on my like personal life (laughs) yeah but also like who why is it up to you whether I'm accepted or not? Do you know what I mean? I don't need you exactly. to come forward and be like, oh, don't worry, you're accepted here. I should be fucking accepted anyway. Get off your high horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like asking a, a straight person, oh, how many times do you masturbate a week? Yeah. Like, yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Or like, describe to me how you have sex mm. with another girl. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Like, they want, to t- they want you to, to explain how you have sex. Mm. It's like, fuck, will not you explain to me? <laughs> well, I don't really want to yeah. know, but you know. <laughs> But that's like nothing yeah. for them to like. Why? Why should they be asking you that? We would never ask a straight mm-hmm. person but also, that. I, but also, you've probably done it as well, where you like entertain it, or you just giggle it away, or that's yeah. it. That is exactly what you I do. Want to be polite when actually, yeah. you know, we're all here to learn. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, so yeah. things that they're saying is not coming from a bad place at all. Mm-hmm. It's really coming from yeah. a good, good intentions, and like you know, that is something that we have to accept. Like, yes, they may not be educated enough about the situation but they're coming from such a good place that like to shut them down will probably bring up a wall so then they will then be offensive but you know there's a certain way that we all need to learn to educate instead of just taking it i mean that's something i used to go to bed and i was i don't i would just think the world is horrible Mm. i I just honestly i just i guess also i'm someone that gets attacked quite a lot okay like I said, when I make a new friend, I'll be like, I'll oh, just, just let you know, like, I do get 
people random people coming up shouting at me or pushing me like it's really weird really yeah no I, I met a friend actually it was like a new friend mm-hmm. you know so I, we met up to go for a walk or whatever and I said oh you know just to let you know that I do get quite a, there's an aggressive energy towards me and she was like oh really no I don't think two minutes later a guy came up to me and went fuck you oh in my, my face. god no way what the hell <laughs> And I was like, perfect example, like, this is what just happens. Yeah, do you think it might be, like, the scent of your after- aftershave or something? <laughs> but I think it's, it's that thing of, I would think the world was horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, for my 20s, I had, like, really bad depression and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would literally go to bed and I couldn't sleep because I thought the world was so horrible. Mm-hmm. But when you think like that, mm. it kind of attracts that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, most definitely, so yeah. Kind of like just I'm doing that, that generally... You have to think that the world is nice mm-hmm. and people are nice. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I see it like, I mean, I talk about this analogy a lot, but like if you're walking down the forest and there's a well-paved path, you're always going to go down that well-paved path and that might be negative thoughts, that might be thinking the world is bad, but that path is so clear and easy to walk down, but there's another path which is covered in brambles and you'd, it's really hard to get down. But if you like force yourself maybe every now and again to go down that path, go down that path, then the easier it gets, the less brambles are there. Oh, I love the know, The more trodden it is. So then, you, you know, eventually you end up with two paths that you can easily choose from. And it's hard. I think it's one of the hardest things to remain positive. It yeah. Is, yeah. Oh my you God. Know, especially now. Right? Especially I mean, now. You've really got to try. And it's something you've got to work at. <sighs> and it also is something that isn't necessarily given. No. And it doesn't come easy. People that have, you know, materialistic things, mm. i.e. big houses or, you know, all of that, happiness, they're still not necessarily happy. Mm. So I think happiness is something we all have to work on. And one quick way to do that is honesty. And I just think if you're yeah. honest mm-hmm. about anything in any situation, honesty is literally the only thing that, will, yeah. that can cure it will set like set you free yeah, yeah honesty talking about things letting things out and you've said a couple of times about untangling things from your past it really yeah. is such a journey you know you're not you're not trying to build yourself to become someone you really are trying to rid yourself of these things that are put that have been put upon you as a young yeah. child like you're just ridden things to get back to the pure soul that you was born with yeah, yeah. I do think it's quite funny actually because obviously as you get older you you learn so much and you um you grow and you become a better person and blah 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 and you finally get there and then you die yeah (laughs) Yeah. as soon as you reach the age where you're like you've accepted everything you understand the meaning of life the meaning of happiness you have the freedom to like explore the world you're old and frail you can't do it and then you've got like more like a few years after you can't do it It's, yeah. just a, it's, it's just a it's just a bad society like yeah, the way the world works is just not it's it's yeah. not i don't believe it's very well adapted to us as human beings it just doesn't <laughs> yeah. work with like our physicality our mindset you know well, you know uh, that's why we've got to find the beauty in the journey exactly absolutely and you know i this year obviously it's been tough but, but that's what's quite nice to myself is because it's like doing this and speaking about this or even listening to your podcast mm-hmm is physical representation of growth. I, rem- I remember actually when I was younger, I was talking to my mum and she went round to her friend's house and they all stripped off and jumped in the in the pool. Yeah, cheeky skinny and, and she was telling me about it and I was like, and I was like a teenager and I was like, but you are, but you're like all old. Like, <laughs> why, why, was you not all embarrassed by your bodies? Oh. And she was like, she was like, no, we're like older people. Like when you get older, the less like- The less you care. Care about that. 
and I really remember that yeah I mean not happening for me but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that soon. old yet <laughs> I hope it, let's hope that I feel a bit better like in that way before the arthritis kicks in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. before you can't run to the pool <laughs> yeah. Yeah. be like going on using the frame like I just want to go to this pool without my clothes on with the coming back to the coming out story mm-hmm. and the reason that I didn't um you know, basically, quite simply, I thought, well, my brother didn't, he didn't have to do it. So why should I? Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I respect that a lot. I mean, the only reason I addressed it is I was seeing someone and I brought him back. And I was like, oh, this is blah, blah. And it was like, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> okay. But again, I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. Yeah. You know, I didn't need people to tell me that they're okay with it, because I honestly didn't care. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you you're not okay with with it then that's I literally your problem yeah like don't be around I'm yeah. arrogant like that you know like I, my parents saying I'm okay with it and I was like well if you were or you wasn't that's that's your problem that's yeah. such an incredible outlook to have and I think a lot of people really do want that outlook they just don't really have it in them to be like that I was able to have that outlook because I was lucky to know that everything was going to be all right yeah yeah, yeah. You know, I had slight arrogance with it because it was like yeah what are, you, what are you gonna do like yeah. chuck me out no mm. but it was just that awkward situation I actually went for a drive with my dad I went down to live with my dad um for a bit he lived in Worcester mm-hmm. and I can't remember how old I was probably about 20 or something 19 and his fiance's child one of the kids asked me are you gay and I was just like again rolling my eyes like whatever that means yeah, yeah. And then it got back to my dad, and then my dad came in and was like, can we go for a drive? Mm. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> but also, what I looked at, especially with my my personal parents dealing with, with me being gay, is all fear. It's They grew up in a time where gay people were, were beat up, mm. uh, yeah. judged. They, they were basically scared. Mm-hmm. You know, They were scared that I was going to get that. But it took me a while to realise that, because it's only when you analyse things and look back on it and... That, that you actually get that but at the time again I didn't care yeah he talked to me I was just mortified I was I felt quite bullied in the sense that I had to get in this car and have this conversation with my dad mm-hmm. yeah that I didn't want to because it was all his issues it was his problems yeah yeah, yeah. um and he even said when he was younger he was you know he would go off and hit a couple of gay guys no and, way and so, yeah, it was all internal with him. Mm. But also, serves you right. You've got a fucking gay son. <laughs> Karma's a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or even like growing up, it'd be like, you know, my mum would go uh, to a spiritualist church and she'd come back and she'd be like, oh, there's Peter at spiritualist church. He's gay, but he's lovely. <laughs> and I'd be like, what does that mean? He's gay, but, but like, yeah. why like it's assumed like- that he's not. Yeah, and it's just language like that. Yeah, yeah it's this, tiny you know, things, isn't it? It really shapes Yeah, like, this is the thing, like, you know, when we do come out, it's that sometimes parents need a lot of time and that's not accepting you as a person. That is, like, undoing all the belief systems that's been put on them as a child growing up in their era. Like, they have to undo a lot of work. They have this battle in their own mind with themselves on how they view a gay person. Yeah. Well, we're all conditioned as well, aren't that's, we? Yeah, all that's it. I'm conditioned in the way that they're conditioned. Yeah, yeah. And but that's what that's what I really wish I could do. I really wish I could just sit down, especially with my mom. my dad. Not so much. My dad would just let me do whatever I wanted. It yeah, was, it was an issue. But with my mum, 
I really would like to sit down and just speak to her as a human being mm-hmm. yeah and not judge there's no judgment it's all love but just explain do you know what I mean yeah. just be yeah. heard I suppose yeah I totally understand that send her the the link to this episode yeah. <laughs> oh god no <laughs> like you're bad mouth in there start back from square oh. one again also I just remembered as well like this is another thing so me and my brother found porn in a bush mm-hmm. and when we was in school and we took it back and hid it in our oh. wardrobe oh cat sorry about my cat yeah <laughs> And we hid it in the wardrobe and my mum found the porn and then called my dad up. So we we're both standing there like, my mum's really, quite strict as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was bad. And she called my dad up and had him on speaker and she was like, I found porn in the boys' bedrooms. And my dad was like, what is it? Is it gay porn? And she went, no. And he went, well, that's all right then. <gasps> so Aww. like, even that, you know, these are moments mm-hmm. where you're like, you're constantly being told that whatever you are, whatever you feel is is wrong yeah and that literally goes into your dna yeah it so really you, does yeah you go out the world and think you're wrong yeah definitely. Bad. I know, even now i've got like zero confidence but it's something i'm acknowledgement i think is is the first step yeah. if you acknowledge something then you can work on it mm-hmm. yeah so i mean i'm 33 so a bit late to the party but hey let's not be hard on ourselves no, it yeah, doesn't matter. acknowledge it's it not... <laughs> yeah <Own it. laughs> But yeah, you know, it takes a different amount of time for different people. And you know what, sounds like you're doing really well and you're thriving and you know what, you're owning who you are and you're proud of it. So yeah, like you have a, a real good mindset, I think. Mm-hmm. You're just from the messages that you sent us, you know, asking, you know, maybe we were interested in having you on the podcast. Just from what you were saying, I was like, yeah, we need to speak to this guy. He's got good views. Do you know, also, growing up, so there's a philosopher called Alan Watts. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that was my bible growing up i would literally yeah. listen and listen me too if someone was to say to me what did he say i can't actually explain it yeah. because i can't articulate it but i feel like his philosophy has gone into my mm. my yeah. head it's something that i'm is always there and that's how i like to think yeah what kind oh of things God, does he believe like what does he talk about gabs don't you worry we'll put him on <laughs> yeah if you go onto youtube and type yeah. alan what's with me yeah, yeah. Honestly, I used to just like do my work or I'd just be drawing, I'd be doing my artsy stuff and I'd have him on for hours just on YouTube, just listening. But it does just, I mean, his outlook on life is absolutely incredible. And if that is just drilled into your brain, like you you become what you consume in a way. And if you're consuming this like incredible philosophy about life, it's so positive, isn't it? Like he's so positive in what he, he believes in that. And he died of alcoholism. Did he? Yeah. So after that and that knowledge, it goes to show, you know, that people still struggle, yeah. Struggle still. Wow, that's a shock. Well, everyone, yeah, check out what's his name, Alan Watts. Yeah, definitely. Alan Watts. Yeah. Definitely. YouTube. A good one to start off with is money. Alan Watts money. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And also, um, this is hilarious. But you know, Baz Luhrmann. No. no. Baz Luhrmann wear sunscreen. No. What? No. no. Okay, write it down. Okay. <laughs> made a mental note <laughs> that also was like an early because i'm not religious in any way yeah um and i also feel kind of like resentful to people that are religious because it must give you such like comfort just to know at the end of the day everything no matter what you're going to be all right mm. yeah um obviously i'm not religious so i never had that so i really relied on music and stuff yeah. like alan watts and wear sunscreen literally is is everything in a song. He just gives you advice. It's Baz Luhrmann. Okay. Amazing, yeah. Um, we'll get on I mean, it. it's a bit cheesy, 
there's many nights when we've all got a bit like lit yeah and we're just like, and all my friends just hug listen to it oh. but honestly it's amazing you should listen okay, to that okay we will yeah you know when I say I'm studying myself or whatever it's, it's like looking into that looking mm-hmm. into Alan Watt and listening to them kind of words and just like it allows you to sort of like say if you're in a maze and you don't know where you're going it allows you to have a bird's eye view yes nice. a higher perspective cool. yeah mm-hmm. and just you know figure that out so we'll ask you just one more question before you go then what advice would you give to your i wouldn't say pre-closeted because you didn't really come out but that guy maybe before all your cousins bombarded you you know (laughs) to your younger self like what advice would you give to yourself knowing that you're going to be growing up with a battle of being gay and coming out i would say not everything that your mum thinks is real Mm, wow yes yeah. the day that i figured that out was the day that i was like birthed again yeah incredible you know, and, and not not be awful i don't want to be like bitchy toward my mum or anything but i think growing up i was such a mummy's boy mm-hmm. i adored her everything about her which is great but it took me ages to figure out that i am literally my own person yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and when i figured out oh maybe she says that that's blue and i think it's more green yeah like that's okay amazing i think if i figured that out a lot earlier i think maybe that would have saved me a couple of years that's really powerful and i think a lot of parents need to realize that they are not always right their child can be so right their child is speaking their truth but also i think education comes from down up it doesn't come from up down yeah and i think a lot of our parents or my parents generation they they grew up thinking that education comes from up down. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. When it yeah. doesn't, it mm. comes from down up. Like even and, now. And all around. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, this younger generation that has the real knowledge because they are the future. Mm-hmm. It's the same now. Yeah. I don't know everything. And I'd be more inclined to listen to someone that was 15 yeah. than someone, someone that was 65. Yeah. They've got the view of an older society. They can teach you all about their life growing up, but they can't teach you what a younger person is experiencing right now. That exactly yeah yeah Yeah. and it's important also like i really really like that piece of advice i think it's a really good one but you know by saying not everything that parents say is going to be right all the time you know you've got your own view on the world and your own perspective on it and stuff it's also important to know that sometimes if you don't disagree with your family or or older generations of of any sort it doesn't mean you're disrespecting them at all and of course yeah. It, it just means okay I'm... I just done that then didn't I I was like I don't want to be slagging my mum yeah exactly oh my god completely yeah you're not and I, you know I don't, I don't think you are in the slightest not at you're all not... you're just speaking your truth and that's yeah. important yeah. too yeah, yeah like we can still no matter how old you are you can always yeah. learn from people around you we are and... valid yeah totally we are valid <laughs> yeah it's about mutual respect isn't it and that as well did you find that if you uh, didn't think your parents were right about everything that would have do you connect with that? Yeah, I do. A I lot. think you, you definitely do. Because yeah. I grew up, it was just me and my mum growing up. I don't have any right. siblings, and my parents split up when I was uh, very young. Respect. So, like, yeah. oh my God, I adore my mum. She's my best mate, and I think she's incredible. I think she's like such an inspiration to me. But, you know, growing up, she was always right. Mm-hmm. And most of the time yeah. she was, because she's my mum, and she, yeah. she's seen yeah. the world, she's experiencing things that I haven't as a child. But n- now, <laughs> as, as, you know, I'm in, in 23 and going through uni and stuff. There were things that I didn't agree with her about. And there's still things now that I don't agree with her about. And, you know, we talk a lot about it now. We have healthy debates about things. And mm-hmm. it's taken me a long time to, to sort of just own what I believe 
and it just because it's not the same as what she believes it doesn't mean that she's wrong it doesn't mean that i'm wrong it's just different yeah like you have your own views but you know what this generation is slowly going in the right direction i think and i think especially with you know podcasts like this yeah um i think it's gonna help yeah thank thank you Yeah. yeah that means so much and like it's so nice to know that you're enjoying it and mm-hmm. like it's so exciting that you wanted to be on and we've had such a good chat with you yeah i've loved it it's been really interesting hearing your story and hearing your perspective and to talk with a mind that is influenced by alan watts i love it <laughs> <laughs> well thank you very much for being on the podcast we've absolutely loved speaking to you thanks so much <laughs> Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Luca, what an absolute legend. I, I know. I really like his mindset and his views and his outlook on things. Yeah, I really like the fact that he was just confident in what he believed in. He was confident mm-hmm. in his self-identity. And, you know, I love the fact that he was like, he made that decision to not come out, just to exist. Yeah, yeah. Because of his situation and his parents and he felt comfortable, he could do that. Like, he could choose to do that, which is absolutely incredible. Like, Mm. not everyone can do that, but he could choose that and he did. And I think that was very, like, brave and... I agree. I agree because, like, you're dead right. Not everybody is in the circumstance where they can do that. Mm -hmm. However, it's still a very brave thing to do, Yeah, I think. And I have a lot of admiration for him Yeah, for doing that. And unapologetically being him yeah do you know what I mean he's not necessarily the label Mm -hmm. that people give him or people assume about him he's just being him and that's grand I love it I think it's so cool yeah also um check out his Instagram because he's such a cool photographer oh my god yeah yeah we're fangirling at the minute because we were were chatting to him and and a photo on like behind him is a picture that he took of Sam Fender I know which is cool (laughs) just chilling behind him while we're having a conversation but no he's super talented and takes some really cool pictures so you should have a look at his Instagram which will Luca Miggy blog yeah but we'll link it anyway I don't know if I said that right but yeah real cool also, we might be getting a couple of photos taken. Oh, I know. <laughs> so watch this space for some pro pictures by a pro <laughs> photographer. We love it. Also, what he was talking, one of the stories that he was telling reminded me of a story as well. Do you remember when he was talking about how he went to a party and how like a lot of straight men just come up to him and like just want to know everything about his yeah, life and like yeah. make all these assumptions? Obviously, not all straight men, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was. It reminded me of a story that happened to me at uni. Okay. So I was at this house party and just being me, you know. And it, I think it was second year of uni. And this guy and his like clan of straight boys come up to me. I was going to go downstairs and they come and block my way. And they're like, oh, the guy at the front is like obviously the ringleader. He yeah, was like, yeah. oh, you're, I know you, you're a lesbian. And I'm looking at this bloke like, I've never seen you in my life. <laughs> so I actually am Gabs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never seen you in my life. Yeah. I don't know who you are. I don't recognise any of your mates. Like, yeah. that's fucking weird that you, yeah. A, you know that, and B, you've just, like, come up to me like that. Like, oh, stated my sexuality. <laughs> yeah, exactly like what Luca said. Just like, um, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, and I was like, um, well, didn't know how to handle the situation. I couldn't get past him. I was like, yeah, like, why? Yeah. And he was like, well, because I've seen you with your girlfriend. Yeah. I was like right mm. he was like yeah i've seen you in in the club like we've like seen you kissing her and dancing with her and stuff before and like just want to let you know it's really hot oh, i was like that first of all that's so fucking weird that yeah. you watch me and that you feel like it's okay to come and yeah. tell me that you watch See, me this is what 
and the, yeah. I didn't do that for you, mate. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is what like we were talking about there with Lucas saying that like he like feels like that is totally okay, and that then is our responsibility well not our responsibility but a state that that yeah. is not okay to say and like i mean i am so guilty of that like i make everything into a joke and i totally i'm not offended by anything mm. at all which means that i don't use these opportunities to educate like mm-hmm. i really don't and I, and I should i mean we're all in but i should take these opportunities to educate but you know situations like that and like similar ones that i've been in it is an opportunity to be like, mate, that is so not okay to say. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, you can laugh it off and that, but that is so not okay to say. I know. I know. And I look back and I kind of wish that I'd said that, not aggressively, because mm. I'm not an aggressive person. And also that's not the way you handle things. But like, I wish I'd have just said that. Obviously I was like weirded out by it and I was very uncomfortable. Well, and that's I, it. I, like, yeah. chal- I mean, I challenged him in a way, like why, that's really yeah. weird. Like, why do you know that about me? And yeah and I was like I am just me as well like, you don't even yeah. know my name and you've just come up to me and said that I'm a lesbian like yeah. yes I am and I'm proud of it but also <laughs> like yeah, that's just know, weird yeah. that's just so weird it's like he's been watching me and they yeah. find it like a sexual turn and I'm like that's just fucking gross I know but yeah if you just say okay listen you wouldn't do that to a straight girl you wouldn't be like I've seen you around with your boyfriend it's okay to notice someone and find them attractive that's okay but to sort of sexualize them and objectify somebody like that no matter what your sexuality that's not okay I know and especially to like corner me in a fucking party like that I'm just here to have a good time mate you know what I mean but yeah totally it's all comes from education really doesn't it It education respect and understanding it does and we've all got to work together that's it to um (laughs) help people feel more comfortable to just ask questions even you know what i mean if Mm. someone doesn't understand something we should do what we can to create an environment where they feel okay to ask questions yeah just a funny story to share with you all (laughs) well then guys we will see you on the next episode where we'll be speaking to smashby if you listen to the last episode you'll know all about him anyway hint hint go and listen to our previous episode um. <laughs> <laughs> and smash me on spotify right see you next episode bye love see ya love bye love bye, bye. bye.